You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, beautiful people I love. How are y'all doing? I'm doing well. A lot, a lot happening. And, you know, I like to say that I'm beautifully challenged. I'm growing. I'm evolving. I'm learning. I'm failing fast. Failing forward. Failure just simply means getting feedback and needing to pivot and move because, okay, you, you missed the mark right here. So not like anything catastrophic. Um, let's see if there are any updates. So I spoke um, last week about the importance of taking inspired action. And I can't remember what I was doing, but I felt like I needed to do this teaching on money mindset. And then I tried to say to myself, I tried to think myself out of it. Like, no, you know, that's part of coaches training. So I'll just wait until I do coaches training. And then it came up again, like do a teaching on money mindset. So an impromptu teaching on money mindset, I reached out to the coaches and I said, hey, I feel like I need to do this teaching on money mindset. They were available. And so there was that. Now, I did not have uh, prepared anything around money mindset. I just started sharing about, you know, where we were going and price points and that kind of a thing. And I just really wanted to, to do a scan and see if the price point, if what we were doing was going to bring up any fears or insecurities or anything like that. And I'm so glad that I did that because it did. And I was able to address the things that needed to be addressed from a money mindset standpoint. So let me tell you some of the things that came up. Why is this important? It's not only important to address them in yourself, but it's important to address them in anybody that's working with you. So, for example, the Bible speaks about the danger of being unequally yoked with someone. If you think about that example, if you think about two, is it oxen? They they would be yoked together by a wooden bar. So if one was stronger and the other was way weaker, or if one was taller and the other one was shorter, then it would be very difficult for them to carry their loads. And sometimes one is circling around the other because they are not going together harmoniously in the same direction. So if you are a leader and you have a team and your vision is this, your team either doesn't know your vision or your team doesn't have the same mindset, then you're going to have you're going to be unequally yoked even with people that you are paying to work with you. And you may be experiencing things in your business and you can't exactly put your finger on it, but it's because there's a, a backstory that's happening in the people around you that is mismatched with your vision. Your job as a leader is to either coach them through it 
or to hire a coach to help coach you and your team through it. And what I see so frequently is the leader is getting coaching, the leader is growing, the leader is getting mindset coaching, and the team is just the team. So the team gets the crumbs that the leader may pass along, but then the leader's expectations become higher of the team because the leader is growing. And sometimes the team is not growing with the leader. And so then you look up and you see they are unequally yoked because when you grow, you outgrow. That's exactly why that is so, so, so important. And so many people, you know, we hear that people want A players and rock stars, but let's be realistic here. A players are not trying to come and work for C and D leaders. So if you're not willing to grow, and if you're not willing to grow people, I'm not saying that you have to have people with you that you have to handhold, but if you're not willing to pour into people and cultivate people and grow them, then you probably shouldn't be leading, okay? So let's go back to this this whole thing. So what I was saying is the... When we talked about it, some of the things that came up was the fear of the price point, because the fear was that with the higher price point, can we deliver value at that level? So that was one of the fears. The other ones were like insecurities that come up because it's like maybe there's going to be a certain kind of person that you're dealing with because they're paying this much money for something. The other one was, I paid this or I wouldn't pay that. So I can't imagine somebody else doing that. So I'm going to address these one by one just so I can help you. The fear of delivering value at a higher level. So let's just say you have something, you have a high ticket something and it's $20,000, whether that is one payment of 20 or it's broken down over time, whatever. That's, That's neither here nor there. And... Because you have this $20,000, $30,000 thing, you feel like, uh-oh, now that I have this $20,000 price, I'm really going to have to bring the value. I'm really going to have to do it. So I'm curious to know what were you doing at the, let's just say it was $5,000 or $4,000. Were you not delivering value? Is the value reduced or diminished somehow because the price is reduced or diminished? I told them, listen, Regardless of what the price is, you just need to be undeniably good at what it is that you are doing. You are not a lawyer. You are not a whatever else this person does, but you are an expert in what it is that you do. I just need you to bring the highest versions of you to what it is that you do and the value will be there. But oftentimes too, it's not the actual value it's the feeling of unworthiness. Am I worthy? We we all have a, a certain set point where we feel like, oh, okay, if it's a $5,000 thing, I feel cool with this because my worth lines up with that price point. But if we say, oh, it's $50,000, then uh-oh, something about that, the, the, the thing behind the thing, okay, TTBTT says, I don't know if I'm really worth that price point to be delivering this. Listen. If a person has a problem and you can solve it and they're paying, you are absolutely worth it. And so there's this mindset that the lower the price, the more likely it is for you to be able to deliver value. 
And what I find is that so many people go to the bottom of the barrel and want to be the cheap ticket chick because of that. And I find, I have found that there are more, more problems at the bottom than there are at the higher levels. Now, at the higher levels, any level, you want to make sure that you are delivering value. You want to make sure that you know your stuff and that you're showing up and doing whatever it is that you say to do. However, I told them, listen, we're the we're we gonna be the high ticket chicks, okay? And 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 when the man is is in there, we gonna call ourselves something else. But I'm saying, no, 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 we're not going to the bottom of the barrel. We're going higher because you know what? When people pay money for something, the more money for something people pay, the more attention to it they pay, the more invested in it because they've made an investment and it might be painful. And so you know what? You're going to pay attention to where your money goes. Free, low ticket, starting from the bottom, now we're here. We have to root those mindsets out. If my coach, one of my coaches told me it's either free or premium, complimentary or premium. Free is simply because you see that by doing this, this is somehow adding value in a way that is beneficial to you. Otherwise, it's premium. Either or. Nothing else other than that. Okay? So let's go to the other one about, well, I think I kind of addressed the insecurity of what people are going to expect, quote unquote, at this level. And I told them, I said, when I first started coaching, I made a $27,000 investment in coaching and I hadn't made any money yet. I said, so what What kind of person am I? What kind of person am I? So we have to dismantle this myth that people are better than us because maybe they have more money. It doesn't matter. If they have a problem that you can solve, run me the money, okay? Period. I don't care who you are. You could be Donald Trump. You could be anybody. I don't care. If you got the money and I can solve the problem, it's a match. Then the other part of that was somebody mentioned that they had paid for a coaching program before and didn't see the results and then that they wouldn't pay X amount of dollars. And here's the other thing. We are so in our heads when we have a product or service to offer. What I would pay and what I wouldn't pay has nothing to do with another person. So we tend to project our own fears and our own experiences onto people and it will stop us right in the gate, okay? Other people are not us. But the thing that's important that actually came out of that is I challenge them to say, hey, what is it that you've been wanting to do? What's something that you desire, you know, that investing in it or doing it would stretch you. They all sent me their respective things. And I said, hey, how can we take action on this today? Because what happens is you and your team, you want to be, you, if it's just you or you and your team, you want to work to be congruent. So you are in harmony with what it is that you are sharing with other people and what you are advising other people to do and what you yourself are doing. So a huge part of coaching that I do, mindset is infused at every level. So it would be Listen, what would I look like for seeing that people are having these mindset challenges and just letting them just be right there? That makes no sense, right? So we want to, the Pygmalion effect, you call people higher. You hold a standard for them that is higher than they currently are, and then they grow into that standard. They don't have to, but they get to, right? They get to grow up and they get to grow into that standard. And so I have a coach that 
the the standard that she have, I'm like, I can't even see her hand over my head. It's so high, okay? But I got a whole lot of room for growth. But that's why dealing with the mindset, the money mindset is so, so, so important. It's why I've been talking about it. I know I've been talking about scarcity because that is where a lot of people live and that is where a lot of people make their decisions and that is where a lot of people land. But you can move to the other side of scarcity before you actually see more money. You can start shifting your mindset and understanding that there is always more. I can always create more money. So I want to talk to y'all about that because I feel like I'm going to do a workshop about that. Let's envision my coach taught me this. So, so first of all, let me let me let me back up. Um, probably way back in 2018, when I was working with a coaching company, as part of our training, we had to create. A, I think it was a thousand dollars. I may have told y'all this story before, right? But we had to create it. They didn't care how we created it. Just like you need to come back here and you need to have the thousand dollars in your account. I was like, oh Lord, what am I gonna do? When we were supposed to have it, it was on a Friday. Everybody had theirs but me. I felt like the biggest failure. And they were like, I had to submit the plan for how I was going to get it. I didn't get feedback on the plan or nothing. But on that Friday, she said, I'm going to tell you what happened. You overthought it. Um, This plan makes no sense because you was the the price point was so low that you was going to have to have a shit ton of volume to get there. And so she said, you have until midnight tonight. I have full faith in your ability to do this. And just let me know when you get it. Money needs to be in the account. That was probably like 10 in the morning. I got off the phone. I remember calling one of my friends. Wrong answer because she had a scarcity mind. She had a scarcity mindset. And I was like, oh my God, I gotta be down for dollars. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And so then I called a total of probably a few of y'all listening to this. I called three of my friends. And one of them I had been mentoring and coaching, you know, just just because it's what I do. And I said, hey, how about doing this a little bit more efficiently? I could do this, this, this. And she said, okay, how much? And I said, it will be this amount. And then she said, and I said, but can you pay it today? She said, okay, how do I pay it? I said, man, darn. That was probably like maybe 350. I can't remember the amount. The other one, she had just taken a senior HR position. And I said, hey, I know you're moving into leadership in a greater way. I said, what about if I coached you in that new role for this, this, I don't even remember what the terms were, for 300 something, something. And she was like, okay. I said, can you pay today? She said, yes. She sent the money. I said, man. So I was at probably seven, seven something, almost eight. So then I reached out to my other friend and I said, hey, remember you told me you wanted me to coach the women that were in your building? Did you want me to fly off of that or do it virtually? She said, virtually. I said, okay, how much were you thinking? And she said, this price. And I said, can we do it for this? And she said, yes. I said, great. I said, we can set up the terms later, the times later. I said, but can you send me the money today? She said, I'm driving. When I get to my destination, I'll send it. And I was like, okay, this is done. And this was done in a matter of two hours. No social media post, no... uh, no, no, nothing. Three phone calls. And they all said yes. And the money was in the account. And I met the goal. So I was so accustomed to getting money being hard that I made it so hard that I stifled myself so that when I needed to have it the first time, I couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't produce. Right. But 
When pressure was there in a greater way, I produced with ease. Two things in this. First of all, we overcomplicate making money. When I told y'all money is just simply math. So in essence, without even knowing what I did, okay, I need to create $1,000. All right, I could do three things for $350 and there's the goal. What can I offer for that? That's in essence what I did without even recognizing it. The other thing is we're so used to our backs being against the wall that we don't get shit done until there's pressure. We don't have to do that either. We can consistently create money when we need to. That was one of the biggest lessons I ever, ever learned. And also the power of who? Bob Bodine. I tell y'all that. Who you know already is key to who you need to know. But we're so familiar with our relationships and people that we need to know, people that we already know, that we only look at them in one way. And we don't say, you know what, God, open my eyes that I might see the resources that are here already. The coaches that I have, minus one, the coaches that I have were already in my life. The coaches, they were already in my life. I had my eye on them. I was crushing on them for a while. Friends with some of them. Timing is everything, right? And then I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? So they were already in my life. This is what I'm trying to tell y'all. We make money and we make making money, creating money, I should say, so incredibly difficult and it doesn't have to be. So we have to lose our emotional attachment to things being hard. That exercise was for $1,000. I don't care if it's $10,000, whatever it is. I told y'all about reverse engineering in last week's podcast, so I'm not going to, to revisit that necessarily. But those things coupled with inspired action, you can get to work. But I'm going to tell you what's happening. Your time is spent. One of my clients said this last week. I promise you, my, my mind is like, my memory is like elephants for things that I need. And I can use, I, I use all of life as my inspiration. I was talking to my client and I was asking her about something. And she said, I really don't know where my time is going. And how many of us don't know where our time is going? We're super, super busy doing something. But if you look at the productivity, the efficiency, the money, we don't see it. That's not her. But what I'm saying is, if the majority of your time is not going to things that move the needle forward in your life or in your business, what are you doing? So scrolling on social media is not going to move the needle forward in your business. Creating content, though, is something different because you're on the other side and you're going from consuming to creating and you are putting things in front of people who could use your products or your services, right? What is going to move the needle forward and what action can you take today and then do it consistently over time? One of the things that I told y'all, I asked the team, I said, okay, what actions can we take today to move it forward? There is no greater exhilarating feeling than feeling like you are making progress, than feeling like, you know what? I'm not stuck. More is possible. And sometimes you just need a catalyst in your life, somebody who can see you outside of the way that you see yourself and somebody who will infuse 
that energy into you to help you move the needle forward. This is why I'm an advocate for coaching. And it's not just because I'm a coach, but some of y'all with this DIY mentality, you keep piecemealing together free shit and you don't know what to do and when. And so you're actually taking longer to get to a goal because you won't figure out how to invest in coaching and shortcut your success and skip the line. Piecemealing stuff from YouTube University, okay, from Google over here, from this person's free resources over here. And so, you know, with every person that you listen to, a lot of them have different methodologies and different mindsets, right? And so you've got this big mass of information and you're not doing anything with it because you know what? The more information you get, the more you need because there's always going to be a missing piece in something. And we're not spending our time in the way that moves the needle forward. Here's another thing that we think. We think time is infinite and we think money is a finite resource. It's actually the other way around. Time is finite. You only have so much of it. You have 24 hours in a day. What is it, 168 hours in a week? You only have so much time. But money is an infinite resource. You can take the time that you have to create money infinitely, right? We use it, we do it the other way around. We waste time and we hoard money. Like, you know, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the craziest thing to me. So what is it that you're doing with your time? How can you invest your time in such a way so that you're moving the needle forward? For me, all of my time can be spent on service delivery, on servicing my clients. As I'm growing my business, as I'm training new coaches, as I'm moving into groups and doing all of that, guess what? My time has to be spent on strategy sessions, on discovery calls. My time has to be spent on activities that get people on my calendar so that I can populate the groups, right? I don't have time to just sit around twiddling my damn thumbs doing absolutely nothing. My time needs to be spent on things that move the needle forward. And if it doesn't need move the needle forward, get somebody else to do it, right? If it doesn't need to be on my plate, it's not going to be on my plate. So efficiency is really, really important when you want to create more money. I don't care if you work alone. I don't care who it is that you work with, but we just got to start thinking about this. And then somebody asked me to talk about this. What about when you get to a certain goal and now you're making more money than you've ever made? And so now you you have a different fear because you can kind of you can kind of get afraid that the maybe the other shoe is going to drop because you're in a place where you've never been. Mindset work is is never ending. It is going to be so, so, so important because you don't want to create money. And now you're so afraid that you're in this space because it feels abnormal or feels new. You know what? Rest in the fact that the same brilliant brain that created it can continue to create it. Invest in yourself. Pour back into yourself. Treat yourself. Let me tell y'all where I differ from a lot of the people. I'm not a Dave Ramsey. I'm not a Susie Orman. I'm not any of these people. But let me tell you something. You know, they always say that wealthy people live beneath their means. Okay, that's great. However, I am not an advocate of living this um, minimalist life in the sense that it doesn't include any of the things that I desire. I like opulence. I like beautiful things, beautiful environments. I like the ability to invest in my self-care in a way that I want to 
I like to take trips and to travel when I want to. I like to be a blessing to other people through experiences, through monies, right? And I already operate that way. So more money is just going to make me more of who I already am. And so people say, live beneath your means. I get that. However, I say, how can I create more means? How can I, if I'm going to live beneath my means, then I need to create more means so that I'm living in the way that I choose. I'm 50 years old. Listen, I understand delaying your gratification. I get all of those principles. I understand all of that. But God put me here to prosper. God put me here as a vessel to to bless other people through my wisdom, my insight, my perspective my ability to move them forward, right? To accelerate them. God put me here for that. And also with my resources, I know that to be the case. So the more resources that I have, the more that I can do, but, I, but I'm not to be left out of the equation. God knows that I love being near water. God knows that a house near water has my name on it, right? So I'm going to If I'm going to live beneath my means, then the means just got to increase. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. I'm not about to be sitting over here pinching pennies and couponing for 17 goddamn hours trying to figure out how to save this or save that. Now, what I am not is a person who is just wasteful and frivolous, okay? I remember my coach saying, when God created the universe, he didn't get a coupon. Nothing wrong with saving money and getting the best deals. It's the mindset behind it. I'm going to go on the premise that I can always create more money, that every single thing that I need is made available to me as I move in purpose and as I move in faith. There is an endless supply for what it is that I demand, and I can get to it by the power of my word and my inspired action. That's how I operate. I can't live in this little bitty small ass box of like lack and waiting on the other shoe to drop. I I can't live like that. I can't live like that. I absolutely can't. God needs us to have wealth. God needs us to be a demonstration of his power, of his possibility, right? Isn't there a scripture that says, prove me now herewith? that I will open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings for you that you don't have room to receive? Listen, some of y'all got a lot of room. Some of y'all got a lot of a lot of room to receive because there ain't that much coming up out of there, okay? And so all I'm saying is the blessings of the Lord, they chasing me down, they overtaking me. My barns are full, my storehouses are full. I have more than enough for me and other people. You see what I'm saying? So it just depends. You don't have to be a believer necessarily, but you need to believe, okay? You don't have to believe certain, you don't have to believe certain, let's say, ideologies, if you will, right? But you need certain principles because whatever you have faith in is going to produce for you. And if your current belief system hasn't produced for you, then maybe you need to revisit what it is that you believe. But what I'm saying is we can get to the money And the money is simply, for me, it's a byproduct of purpose. It's a byproduct of impact. It's a byproduct of doing the thing that I was given to do. And when you move in purpose, this this, this is going to be the last part of this, right? Some of y'all are so misaligned with purpose and you don't have a clue. You're doing things, but you, you don't really feel like this is what you were born to do and you don't know. And you're so far away from that. 
And so that's why consistent provision is so far away from you. You need to spend time with yourself. Who am I? What have I been given to do? What what am I supposed to be doing? And it's not about a particular profession, so to speak. What is supposed to be expressed through me that I've been here, put here to do, that not another person can do this in the way that I've been given to do it. When you tap into that thing, your purpose has provision attached to it, okay? Trust me, your purpose has provision attached to it, and it doesn't require all of this sweat equity and you talking about blood, sweat, and tears and all of that. No, 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 no. It requires you walking into it boldly and unapologetically, even with your fears, even with your insecurity. None of those things matter. It's just your willingness to show up and go on the journey with all of its juicy twists and turns, okay? So listen, you can always create the money that you need. You don't have to start with 10,000. You don't have to start with 1,000 like I did. Hell, start with $100. Don't despise the days of small beginnings. How can you create 100? How can you create enough income to, um, let's say you got a $300 bill monthly or a car payment. You got a $500 car payment. What can you create that covers your $500 car payment? Do that and then do it repeatedly until you get higher. I'm a quantum leap person. You may be a step-by-step person. We don't have to be the same people to operate by the same principles, okay? I love each and every one of you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Share the podcast. We are making money moves.